ready? I'm ready, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I don't even want to say nothing happy right now. They could have just took that man home. They could have just took that man home. But he gone to a better place right now. You are listening to the Governor Podcast. We are your checks and balances and social commentary. Two halves to make one hole, which is a complete asshole. And there's a lot of those going around these days. Man, we got to figure this shit the fuck out. We ain't got to figure out shit. We got to figure this shit the fuck we out, yo. We ain't got to figure out shit. We ain't got to figure out shit. I'm in a silly ass mood. I'm not gonna be joking with these dudes. I'm just not chilling with these cops. Middle finger to the fucking ops. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you been? Back once again. It's two of your friends. <laughs> mm. you I'm not bars. being sad today, man. I'm fucking. I ain't sad either. It's another one every week. Mm. They done uh-uh. killed another one every week. And Wakanda, thanks to y'all. Appreciate that bullshit. We, we didn't. We come on, it's Ti, bro. Thanks to y'all. So T.I., before before I get to get this shit started, let me just get this out the way right now. Um, I just want to say R.I.P. to Rashad Brooks, the 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 man I was referring to in the beginning. Uh, he was gunned down in a Wendy's parking lot, uh, just unarmed. Uh, it's a crime to be drunk. R.I.P. to Robert Fuller, man who was found hung in California. They're hanging people in California right now, by the way. They found him and three other people hanging from trees. And um, I also want to say RIP to Jazz Waters, a.k.a. Jazz Fly. She was a TV writer and she was a hip-hop journalist. I remember reading one of her interviews um, a while back. Um, she was a big part of, of the culture. So Man, I wanted to throw all of those out there first before we got into this because I figured we was. I wanted to be silly, wanted to be happy. Um, <laughs> I can tell it's it's really waning on you. Like your energy is different. My way. let me say let me say something real quick. Right. Um, I got. I I was watching. I got. I I I got up this morning mm-hmm. and I went for a jog and I was like, "Yo, we go for a run." Like the night before, prepping for the podcast. Seen the whole situation with Rashad Brooks. I mean, if you haven't seen that video footage, it's uh. The original video footage is something else. 
Uh, that was somebody literally sitting in line at a Wendy's recording that shit. We, we, we see a man get killed every every week on, on, on social media now. This is what it's like in New Baghdad. Um, I, wow. Uh, I, I, I get back. I see that the full, and I said this to somebody else I was talking to. I was talking to my barber, which I'll get into that too. I, I was like, I got to see the cam footage. Like, I got to see why these dudes shot this man in the back. Because they shot him in the back like a fucking coward. You remember when that used to be a disgraceful thing? Now that it's was, like a uh, prime privilege to shoot somebody. That's it. Might as well. Um, If you haven't seen the video, it's out there. Full The full video is out there. Uh, uh, Rashard Brooks was asleep in a Wendy's drive drive through. Um, he was intoxicated. That's such he a was heinous drunk. crime. He was a drunk. He was drunk. And... um. Cops, somebody called 911 because he was holding up the line. Uh, cops bring him, pull, makes him pull over into a parking lot, wakes him up. One of the cops said, I, I, had, to, I had to try to wake him up. I had to wake him up twice. He's clearly drunk. If you watch the full body cam footage, um, they pull him out of his car. He's very compliant. He's very um, agreeable with the, gen- with the cops. He is very going, he's going with whatever they're asking him to do. Mm-hmm. It took 20 minutes. It was 20 fucking minutes for this dude going back and forth about why is he doing this? Where is he coming from? You're drunk. Why are you not telling me you're drunk? He even took a breathalyzer test. The man literally said, I, I'm right over here at the hotel. Right. Just take me to the hotel. I'll walk to the hotel. Right. And they still go back and forth with this dude about some bullshit. The reason why so I'm so I'm 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 really impassioned about this shit is because the same type of situation happened to me. Except I made it. I literally was fucking I'm sorry to stop you. Just just listen to how r- ridiculous that statement is. The same situation happened to me, but, but I, I made, made it. it. I made it. We shouldn't have to feel like this with our peacekeepers. You know what I mean? These cops took this man's life and they could have caught my situation was I got drunk New Year's. I fucking I got drunk, left the club. I was with uh you know, with my homeboys when we left. I get home and I feel like, yo, I need to go party some more. Mm. So my black ass is like about to take this hour drive somewhere else drunk as a motherfucker. I fucking go. <laughs> I fucking go, and the police pulled me over. He told me I swerved. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I was drunk. I'm not going to sit up here and glorify that shit because, right. you know, driving driving while intoxicated is bullshit. It's a terrible idea. Um, pulls me over, and I'm sitting up here like, yo, like, shit, what the fuck I'm going to do? And I've, I, I've been in this situation before, and I've gotten out of DUIs. Not glorifying it, just saying this is I, Bro, I, I, I finesse I finesse myself out of doing this shit, which was what Rashard Brooks was doing. Cop comes to my to my window, lo and behold, by the grace of God, I fucking this cop knew me. We went to college together. Like it's crazy. He was like, "Oh, you was in like such and such," and I was like, "Yeah, like yo, yeah, for real." Um, so we talk. He goes back to his car. Mm-hmm. He comes back. And he's like, all right, man, what I'm going to do is just let you go. Second squad car pulls up. Second squad car pulls up. 
other white dude, and they were both white cops. Not saying this is a racial thing. I'm just saying what who the gentlemen were and what happened. Other cop get out, tells him to come back, come back here. Let's talk about something. Um, and next thing you know, I got the other cop in my face, and he's like, "Where you going? What are you doing? How you how what X Y and Z? Ask me these questions." And the thing is. I'm not even trying to. I'm look. I'm sitting here trying to stay out of jail, right? So I lied. <laughs> I lied my ass off. I lied as good as I possibly could that night. Not not going find it. Just saying that's what I did to get out of this shit. They go back have another meeting. The cop that I knew from college was like, "Yo, I, I think I'm gonna have to make you take a sobriety test." I said, "You know what? I'm with it. I'll t- I'll do it." Right. The other cop brings him back again. They have another meeting. And the other cop was like, we're going to take you in. Hadn't had a breathalyzer test. Never got never got a breathalyzer. Never had to, didn't have to do a sobriety test, road right. test, or anything. He said, I'm, we're just going to take you in. Fuck that. So mm. they go back, have another meeting with each other. <laughs> and he somehow... The, the guy I knew from college somehow convinced him to give me an opportunity to call. He said, look, this is what we're going to do. If you you get, you need to call your homeboy, he said, call somebody. If you can call somebody and come pick you up. Because he was like, man, I can't. he's like, I was going to let you go. Yeah. I can't let you go because you're intoxicated. You're intoxicated. Yeah. We know you've been drinking. Right. We just don't know how much. Because it would be on them if you were to hurt somebody else. And... I literally got it. I just got the chance. I had this dude actually fight for me because he knew me. He yeah. knew me from, you know, he stayed in the, on the same floor as I did in college. And he literally gave me the opportunity to go home. I called, you know, God rest dead. I called Doug. <laughs> the funny thing about it is I called Doug. And Doug, we, we was partying that night. And Doug was in the bed. I'll Dang. never forget this shit. I called Doug. And I said, hey, Doug, the people got me, bro. I, I, please come pick me up. That nigga laughed and hung up. <laughs> I love Doug, man. He was like, quit playing. Bye. <laughs> Click. Oh, no. I'm sitting up here tripping. I'm going to jail, nigga. And so I called him back, and I'm like, yo, I am not bullshitting with you. I need to fucking get home. Right. And he sent my homeboy, Cole. Uh, shout out to Cole. He just had a birthday, too. Um. Send him out to come get me, man. And it was crazy because it was one cop who completely knew who I was, and he was just like, yo, he a good dude, man. He ain't finna do no, he's straight. Right. And there was another cop itching. He was itching, itching, itching. And I really feel like if he would have put me in that squad car, I might not have made it to damn, made it to jail that night. Because they never gave me a sobriety test. Never gave me a breathalyzer. And with Rashad Brooks, they gave him all of that shit everything and that man all they had to do was just give him an opportunity to call his people and take him home yeah and i'm just saying i'm looking at it like that because i got that chance bro that like i'm looking at it like that same shit happened to me and that could have been me it's it's a lot that's going on especially right now you know there's racial tensions at an all-time high you got people scrutinizing the police 100,000% and they're justified with everything that they're saying. But my main takeaway from that story that you just told me is 
the difference between their situation and yours is right behind you. The, diff- the difference between your situation and theirs is because you actually had a relationship with that police officer. That police officer knew who you were, and so he treated you a little bit different. That's part of the problem. That is part of why people are in these streets right now protesting is because the officers don't treat people like people. They treat them like war criminals. <laughs> like, like you are guilty already, and no matter what you say, goes That's you know it. goes against whatever they're trying to do if you do not 100 percent com- comply to their orders you have no right to defend yourself no right to argument it, my word is law and we're finding out that these police officers, actually we already knew but for some reason the rest of the world thinks black people have been lying this whole time jesus i don't know why but whatever we're finding out that these police are not doing their job they're helping each other get out of these situations more so than anything else. Yeah. I mean, I sounded crazy earlier this year. Well, was it last year or this year? Whenever I made the statement saying, hey, police need to have their guns taken away. Mm. I sound insane when I say stuff like that. But now, look, we got a whole movement talking about defunding the police. You know, it's it's just gotten to the point where we just want to be treated like everybody else. And you can't sit here and tell me that, hey, the cops only come when you do something wrong, when you're criminals. No. I mean, I had people posting shit like that on Facebook. Like, come on, guys. So, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But let me just say this. Somebody, they burnt that Wendy's down. We'll, we'll get to that. And somebody was like, well, what does that Wendy's have to do with police brutality? Like, and somebody replied to him in the comments, like, what do chickens have to do with eggs? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so confused. What is... I don't. I mean, I didn't understand that <laughs> okay. either. But it's just like, what does your comment have to do with this situation? It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, shit happens. When people are angry, they're gonna have a, a, a reaction. Wendy's getting burnt down is part of that reaction. This is a terrible sight. When schools get shot up, they don't reopen those schools back open. Mm. So when you know a nigga got killed due to these cops, fuck that business. I hate it for the people who work there, but this shit is fucked up. Mm. Now, I wasn't gonna get into this this soon, but. They showed who started a fire in that Wendy's, and it was a white woman. Not surprised. I, you know, the news is kind of iffy right now. They trying to make it seem like it's a black and white thing. I think this is a systematic issue. I don't know what it is anymore, man. It's a lot of co-opting going on. Um, it's a lot of moving parts with that, all of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm just saying, man, y'all could have took that man home. So that's that's all I'm saying, man. Y'all could have just y'all could have gave that man an opportunity to call his people and took that man home. So to push back on what you're saying, I'm not trying to give the police leeway, but you made a statement saying that they took 20 minutes of going through the rigmarole of trying to prove that he was not fit to be in, you know, driving that car. Mm -hmm. They have to do that because they're trying to dot their dot the I's and cross the T's when it comes Mm -hmm. to that situation. You know, you got to make sure you have probable cause for pulling somebody over and mm-hmm. arresting them and taking them to jail. You got to make sure that your actions are justified. But then it's all that shit gets thrown out the window when you see them covering up their body cams, when you see them like shooting first. Like when a man is running away, he is the least threatening thing ever. Like I haven't watched the video. I didn't want to watch another man get killed right. again. Like I. I have enough trauma as it is just being black in America just to see another man get shot fucking dead week after week. Like, what the fuck? 
anyway. So from the story that you told me, the guy grabbed, well, somebody, I was talking to somebody about it, and it, I've heard that he grabbed the taser from the police officer mm. and started to run away. And then the other one officer shot him with the taser, shot at him or shot him with the taser. And he turned around and shot back at the officers with the taser. Mm -hmm. And then that's when the partner shot and killed him. Right. Why is it okay for a police officer to shoot somebody with a non-lethal weapon, but not get shot with that same non-lethal weapon? Why do you jump to lethal force after that? That's a good question. I just don't understand when somebody's running the fuck away, where is the issue? Where is the intimate threat? And like you're saying, they could have took the man home. He's drunk. Clearly. He is clearly inebriated. There's so many the ways. The test that they were, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying, the test, I'm sorry, I had an awkward pause. The test that they were giving him, to be completely honest, he was passing a lot of that shit. And it finally took them to say, let me just get a breathalyzer. Are you willing to take a breathalyzer? Right. Well, for the dude being asleep in a car, I mean, you already know something's not right. People don't usually go to sleep doing drive-thrus. You're probably not fit to be operating a vehicle. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Like, the policing, I haven't seen the video, but the policing up to that point seemed okay. You know, pulling the guy to the side, letting the people go through the Wendy's that way, they're not holding up business. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But the issue comes from how did it escalate to this dude grabbing a taser and running away? Like, where did the conflict come from? Was he just so frustrated with going through this whole breathalyzer situation? No. Um, after the, after the breathalyzer thing, they basically said, hey, man, you're under arrest. They took the cuffs out. They put one cuff on. He was like, I'm running. I got to run. He starts running. They, they, tussle, they tussle with him. They bring him down. They tussle with him. Two cops couldn't handle this one dude. Now I got a problem. Both, cop, both cops... Did I don't know how they can't handle this guy, but they couldn't handle him. They couldn't handle him. Mm -hmm. When he gets up, he has one of the tasers in his hand. He starts running again. So they're inept in I, – I, I'm pretty sure they get training on how to take people down. I'm pretty sure they get training on how to, like, cuff somebody. So if they can't handle this dude, which – They've been fired since then. Yeah. Right. They've been fired. The police chief has stepped, um, has resigned. What is that going to do? I think that she resigned. I think that chief of police resigned because she didn't like that those cops got got fired. And this is just that's not that's not facts. That's just a, a personal opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like she didn't like because they're saying that because he had a taser, they have probable cause to use lethal force. But you can use a taser on us. <laughs> you see, the escalation argument from from Batman is really becoming like important. Like Alfred was having a conversation with Batman, talking about well, what, what what next? You know, we get bullet body armor. Was it Alfred? It might have been Commissioner Gordon. Somebody was saying, well, the criminals will get uh, body armor, and then we'll get armor piercing rounds, or they'll get armor piercing rounds to go through yeah. their body armor. It's like we get tanks and then what, you know, it's, it's just, you keep going escalating and escalating and escalating. What is it going to take for the, the, the powers that be to understand that, Hey, I understand you're trying to keep law and order, but the way that you're interacting with the people is conducing the conditions to make people go back and start wilding out. Mm. Like 
everybody was saying, hey, what you did was wrong. You shot an unarmed man. You shot yeah. a man. Yo, what you were trying to do by getting him out of the way, great. You're trying to get him home or arrest him. That's great, too, because you don't want a drunk person driving on these streets and they mm-hmm. might crash into somebody else. Hell, I told a story about when I called the cops on a girl because she was swerving in the lanes. Right. So I did the same shit. But where it goes crazy is that they always jump to their gun no matter what. Like, it's sad that they can't, two guys can't handle one guy. Like, what? and to be complete, I'm sorry. No, to you be did need to jump me off. To Go be complete, ahead. to be completely honest, though, I mean, when you see Rashad Brooks, he's not like a big dude. Like, he's not like in shape. He's not like like he's just a regular dude. And these two cops weren't inept, or they didn't know how to do their job well enough to sub- to subdue him. What Which race is were crazy. these cops? They were white, two white, two white guys. guys. Okay, and see, that's that's the other thing. You you got this tension in America already, where everybody's on edge with how police are policing, and then you have the nerve to shoot the dude. Like, what's wrong with letting him go? Like, he got away with your taser. Fuck it, it's a taser. You might get wrote up for losing equipment, but what is wrong with letting this guy run? He's not going to go anywhere, but over to the, the apartments or his hotel. His car is still here, so you can get his identification. Like, I just don't... These are some of the battles that I don't know if I'm willing to to take. Like, hey, man, if you want to run, that's on you. Now it's a felony offense because you were supposedly under arrest or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a felony offense, but I'm guessing it should be. I don't know how it works either. But, again, I think that all that you had to do was just... You knew he was drunk. If you go... If you watch the video and look at the conversation... You could tell the man was clearly drunk. And call, tell this man to call his people. Call somebody and see if they can take you home. Do you think that these cops were probably upset about the overall situation that's going on in America and maybe they were frustrated with having to deal with a black man and just Mm-mm. dealing with this situation? I think there were two cops that didn't know how to do their job. That I, And that's a personal opinion. I'm just saying if you can't subdue somebody, it's two of you guys and this one dude, and you can't even subdue him. Mm-hmm. You're pretty shitty at your job, man. You're pretty shitty at your job. Mm-hmm. It don't take much. The dude didn't have he he didn't have a gun. Never said he had, he never said he had one. That dude literally just went to sleep because he was fucked up. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is, give him an opportunity to. It's not too hard to negotiate something like that with somebody. Yo, this is what's going to happen. You either call somebody to come pick Because I've been through it. You call somebody to come pick you up because we cannot let you leave. If you leave, you're going to probably hurt somebody, buddy. Mm-hmm. Call somebody to come pick you up. If they can't put, if they can't come pick you up, we got to put you in. The, you can throw them in the. What happened to the drunk tank? What time of night was this? It was, I think it was like three in the morning. Um. What happened to the drunk tank? You can't just throw him in the drunk tank and let him, let him, you know what I'm saying, sober up. Can't do that. All I'm saying is this could have been avoided if you would have just taken the opportunity to just let that man call his people and get away home. Yeah, it's definitely policing practices. This That's definitely a problem. Like like you're saying, all they had to do is de-escalate the situation. Like Once they figured out that he was going under arrest, all they had to say is, hey, man, I can't allow you to drive home, but I'm going to make sure that we get you to someplace safe. 
Just hop in the back seat real quick. You're not under arrest, but I am detaining you. We're just going to take you down here so you can, you know, sleep it off. You can sleep it off. It's not an issue. But people don't get treated like people. And it's even worse when it's a black person versus a white person. And it and and you got the rest of the world compounding all their issues. I, I'm not giving these police officers bail, but it's just like, bro, what's the real reason here? What's the real issue? Why are you shooting people like this every time? Yeah. But then when you have a white guy jump on like officers and they beat them up, they get arrested somehow. How do they never shoot white people? And maybe I'm getting conflicted with the, how I'm looking at the news and whatnot because all of this shit is suspect to me, but I just don't trust none of this. And it's just worse because it's a person that looked like me. They always end up get, you know, getting shot, getting yeah. killed. I mean, have you heard about the uh, Breonna Taylor situation, how they trying to cover up everything there? Nothing. Nothing's there. Nothing's on her. Uh, nothing. Yeah. They no-knock warrant, bust nothing. in the door, shot and killed You can't people. even find a fucking warrant. This whole situation is fucking disgusting. But it's black people. They mad at us. Like, no, nah, this is this is the normal reaction to your action. What they say, every action has an opposite and equal reaction to it. Yeah, man. This is this is normal. Like people are not going to get you're not going to continue to treat people this way and think like everything's going to be hunky dory. Yeah. So, I agree, man. Um, Other than that, bro, how was your week? Uh, it was all right. Um, I'm trying to mute my phone because I'm not professional. Uh, I uh went to, I went to my barber. Shout out to Judson. Went to Judson, and I I came in. I was like, "What's up, man?" And he was sitting in the chair, and he said, "Man, I'm tired." I said, "What's wrong?" He said, "I'm tired, man." I said, "What's wrong with you tired?" He's like. I have to explain. Justin cuts everybody's hair. Yep. Doesn't matter what race you are. He is a, a master barber, which means he can cut. Who, you can be whoever. And it was a white guy who was leaving um, when I was coming in. Mm-hmm. He sat down. And he was like, yo, Cole, I'm just tired, man. He was like, I have to, I have to explain things to both sides of the fence. Yeah. And that is a tiring job. And I told him, I said, Justin, what you don't understand is people just don't come to you just to get a fucking haircut. They come here for a sense of 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 news, of of conversation. Like you're somebody who's like we talk to you like you you're a therapist sometimes. And you you know, you ain't no you ain't got that. But I told him, I was like, man, your job is way bigger than just, you know, giving people haircuts, man. Right. Like, you you deal with the community. You deal with everybody. Everybody. And everybody's going to give you their different opinion. And a lot of times, you can lay down some knowledge with somebody and, and give a free game. And another times, it's just going to be some bullshit and you got to go back and forth. I've seen it happen in his barbershop before. Yeah. But he has never been the one to shy away from giving somebody free game. And he is consistently trying to give people free game on a regular basis. And I told him, I was like, man, you should be proud and happy because of that. And I know it sucks because you deal with the community and you consistently have to, like, have these conversations. But, you know, being a barber just, it's just, it's just different, man. 
it's it's it's, it's a way, I think it's just a way for us to be able to open up, say things. Um, we actually had a, a a conversation about just same thing. Life is crazy right now for all of us, all of us. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, and I'm not trying to put Justin's business out there like that, but he's mixed. You know what I'm saying? So his he's been in this for his whole life. So he he's been looking at both sides for a long time. Yeah. And, and it's actually probably worse for him because, you know, he's getting it from both sides. Like he's too white to be black, too black to oh, be white. Oh, he's a nigga now. No, I, well, I mean, <laughs> he, he was always that because of the one drop rule. But I'm just saying, I'm sure he's had experiences growing up where people are like, well, you wouldn't understand because look at your curly hair, but dark, you know, but light skin complexion. I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. they always find something to throw him to the other side to make it seem like his experience is invalid. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the way it is. But as a barber, kind of like the movie Barbershop said, you are a jack of all trade. Like you are neutral ground. This is where people just come to relax for a minute. That's why the barber is so fucking important. You are a damn therapist to the hood. Yeah. Like niggas can't afford, well, not all people can afford to go through a therapist, but they, they can go talk to their barber. Right. And their barber usually, you know, give them some decent game. Mm-hmm. But, and the cool thing about it is, like I said before, I think I told him I think it's awesome that you have so many different people come see you. Yeah. And you get so many different perspectives about right. life. Right. And that way you can. And the cool thing about Justin is, or Jay, I call him Jay. The cool thing about Jay is he absorbs that shit, regurgitates it in a, in a positive way. Or he gonna he gonna roast the fuck out of you because that's what he does. He roasts the shit out of people, but he always willing to give free game to anybody. But that's also called experience. Hell yeah! When you have experience like this, you can you can have a conversation about everything. When you have those actual life lessons that you can lead in a conversation, people you know they take from that wisdom. So when a white person comes in, they like bro. This is neutral ground. I'm curious to what's going on in the world. Can you explain it to me from your perspective? They see it from their perspective. A lot of them are blind to it because they mm-hmm. don't want to see it and face the truth that black people get treated different. Mm-hmm. Just like how you know a but not you, but I guess I could you use like like you just said you knew a police officer and that police officer treated you different. That happens on a more widely basis based on skin color. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what are you doing on this side of town? Why are you here? That question means two different things to do two different people. Mm-hmm. If a, if a officer asks me and I'm a black man, they're like, what are you doing on this side of town? That means, hey, I don't belong here. If he says that to a white person, what are you doing on this side of town? That means you're probably over here trying to get some drugs or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crack. Yeah. I want some crack, please. So it's like. It's like McDonald's. Cancel crack. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I, I'm I'm a little upset about it. I'm just tired of it. Every week has been another black person killed by the police officers. And every week we got these fucking politicians just using our emotions against us. They're doing the most. Like we got Trump posing with Bibles. We got the fucking Democrats taking Kente cloth kneeling pose. Like <gasps> Oh shit. I forgot my kente cloth. <laughs> How can I relate to you, Shogun, you when I don't have my kente cloth I mean, on? Bro, I got so many questions I'm, about this whole I, situation. Hey, Nancy Pelosi, you ain't never been around a lot of black people. I can tell that. Who who was the motherfucker who was like, you know what? Kente cloth. All right, so I'm, I want you to kente look at- Kente cloth. I want you to look at my here's notes. Some, here's some kente cloth, buddy. Just look at my nose right here. Who said that shit? 
my final question of being a podcaster, and I'll drop the, I'll put the mic down and just walk away. Where did these Democrats <laughs> get these Kente cloths from? The PR people was like, you got to relate to the blacks. Okay. Then my second question <laughs> says, where did they get? <laughs> where did they, hold on, hold on? Where did these Democrats get the Kente cloths from? Then it's like whatever. Where did they get these class? What classrooms? Anyway, where did they get these kente cloths from? Did they order them off of Amazon? <laughs> and if they did, I want to see that personal search history. I need to know what else they were looking at. What did they type in? How can I relate to black people? What is the meaning of a kente cloth? Why should what? I look. I was supposed to wear my kente cloth today, but I didn't because I wanted to relate to you. I understand. But let me tell you this. This is the, the same ain't... pandering bullshit that they were talking about that Trump was doing with that fucking Bible. Let me tell you like this. If you ain't got the kufi on, it don't matter. The kente cloth don't mean shit without the kufi. You got to have the kufi on. Do you know... Nancy Pelosi, where's your kufi at? Do you know what the kente cloth means? It means I can relate to you. Nope. It means... <laughs> oh, I muted it. It's not about relations. But maybe they would know if they asked somebody. Hi, friends. I'm usually either too busy or too lazy to make this kind of quick video response. But today something happened and I thought it's actually important enough that I get in front of my camera and make a short video to explain something short enough for, uh, for me to post on Twitter. I was just looking online today, like most of you, and what did I see? A bunch of Democrat politicians kneeling down of which i have nothing to say about that because i am not an american however they were all ha uh, having around their necks this colorful fabric which i'm sure they put around their necks as some kind of uh, mark or show of unity or solidarity with black people so in other words they are putting for what they can material or this colorful fabric they had around their necks as uh, some kind of placating sign or symbol to show that they are not racist and they are together with black people excuse me dear democrats in your tokenism you didn't wait to find out that this thing that you're hanging around your neck is not just some african uniform it's actually the kente material. The kente belongs to the Ghanaian people, mainly the Ashanti tribe. Excuse me, Democrats. Don't treat Africans like we're children. These fabrics and these, you know, colorful things that we have within our culture and tradition, they all mean something to us. I know you look at us and you say, oh, Africans, you're so cute in all your colorful dresses. Well, some of those dresses and patterns and, and colors and fabrics actually do mean something to us. Some of them belong to ancient tribes and mean something to them. So why are you using it as your own show of uh, non-racism or your own show of virtue? Why are you using the kente material to signal your virtue? Stop it. We are not children. Africans are not children. And leave our tradition and our culture to us. And if you don't know much about it, ask somebody. I'm sure there would have been something else you could have done hmm. to show your, your solidarity with black people. Instead of taking the kente material and making a little show of it. You know, they could have just wore Black Lives Matter shirts. I'm just saying. Okay. They could have wore those. One, I don't trust this Black Lives Matter movement. Hmm. It's it's too many white people for me to feel comfortable with it. Hmm? I don't know where has Black Lives Matter been this whole time. Like, it feels like they just reappeared out of nowhere. 
Well, I mean, again, a lot of the originators and the leaders who started Black Lives Matter have been assassinated. Yeah, I know. I, I, well, you know, I'm just throwing it out there again for people in the back who ain't heard that shit, who didn't know that. Listen, niggas. Because we, we actually, matter of fact, we did a whole slew of shows a couple years ago, I guess, talking about it. Because yeah. it seemed like every other week it was like, yeah, so-and-so that was a leader of the Black Lives Matter movement is dead. Yeah. They either got <laughs> killed in a fire or it was some random shit that dropped on their head, kind of like cartoons or some shit. Like, these motherfuckers got taken the fuck out. Yes. Um, You mean to tell me, it's Shogun? T- it's too big, man. Like, it's... Why now? Like, there, these things, these type of situations has been going on to the black community for a very long time. While Obama was in the office... While Bill Clinton, like, I, I think it started when Obama was in the office, right? Mm, I would think so, yeah. But the whole, why does yeah, it, I think so. To me, I don't know a lot about this whole situation. I'm just looking at it from the outside. Talking about the Black Lives Matter situation? Yeah, the Black oh. Lives Matter. I stopped caring about it because it was around the Occupy Mute movement when the Black Lives Matter really took off. I just, I feel like it's Remember a. that? It's a weird Occupy. time for these people to just spring back up. And maybe it's justified. Maybe it's just a natural reaction. But I'm so skeptical about all of this shit that I'm seeing because this is an election year. Mm. I feel like a lot of this stuff is motivated by just we got to get our guys in there. You know, and that's cool. That's great. Just don't fool me to fuck me. Like, I just don't know where when it's all done and people are no longer caring about this Black Lives Movement, what does the Black Lives Matter movement do after that? Because it's not just a, a group. It's just not a hashtag. It's an actual organization. Mm-hmm. What What is their goal? Um, honestly, I'm not well versed or educated enough to kind of to, to say that. And, and neither man, am I. And I need. And I feel like after seeing what just happened. I need to be more well well read on on what that movement really is and, and do some research because I honestly can't I can't say I can't say and and I I feel like that's very ignorant of me to not know. Do you know how much shit has gone on just this year that we gotta be on the on the cusp of knowing? Hey nigga, we had to fucking figure out how fucking jo- viruses spread and how you can't contract that. What virus? Yeah, exactly. Outside, open now. It I done really. seen motherfuckers on boats. <laughs> I done seen hoes shaking their ass in, in, in everywhere. Oh, man. And my my nasty IG is back lit again. Like, these hoes is out. Boy, sucking dick. First of all, the hoes never <laughs> went in. <laughs> oh, they had, no, they went in in quarantine. They oh, went yeah. in for a little bit now. They couldn't just suck everybody's dick like now, but you now know, it's just free form. The Palace Strip Club is back open. I was like, Yeah, for I real? followed them. Yeah, I me followed too. them. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, For real, my nigga? Like, they, they dancing with no clothes on, but a half mask. a mask. <laughs> I was like, All right. Ain't no lap dances happening this time. We got social distance. I don't know who recruited for them, but they they recruited is terrible. Nah, them the same strippers. They just been quarantining. Oh. They got a little pooch now. Mm. That's that what you like, nigga? No, uh. Nah. Like, mm-hmm. them, them legs with that pooch don't go right. You just last week you was all about the big girls. Now this week you not. I am about it, but every, shit got to balance. Like, have you seen? They do balance. Here? They balance very well on those poles. No, nigga, I ain't I'm never seen one some, of the palace ladies fall. Boot. They need the booty with the the pooch. Have some booty with the pooch. A little booty. It's like a Thanksgiving plate, nigga. You're gonna get a lot of everything. Just, just enjoy. <laughs> Can't do that. 
<laughs> Love me a bitch with some goals. <laughs> they in the palace. They got all of it. Oh, you mean goals or goals like gold teeth? Oh no, I mean gold teeth. I'm not B Simone. Yeah. That was my next thing. Go ahead. I can't get a bad bitch because I got a nine to five now. Like I can't get a bad bitch because I I, I work a nine to five. First of all, I don't want a bad bitch. <laughs> I want a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and who the fuck follows B. Simone? Shit. I, t- t- ask all those people who bought the workbooks. What are workbooks? Well, she had, okay, so she, she was selling a book about, oh, mm-hmm. um, um, what is it? Uh, d- uh, um, manifest, manifesting what you want. That's how she got her money. No, no, That's she, what she got said. her money by taking it. No. No, no. B. Simone said that she manifested this. She's spoken into existence. By she going manifested. To Pinterest and copying what somebody else posted. You, sir, don't know that. I do because I can read. <laughs> and line 10 through 50 was the same shit as she the other. She manifested her wealth. She manifested her money. And she's going to manifest her man. Is this bitch Yoda? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Have you seen her? Okay. She got a pooch too. Anyway. Was she fat? Simone always had a pooch. I ain't know that. Who she is had, B. Simone? She, is this the she's on wild and out. No, but I don't know. Like she's light skinned with the little she got the Everybody. little she got the nice she that got the nice she got the nice cut in her eyebrow. <laughs> Remember Nas had that cut in his no, eyebrow? No, I understand, but first of all, when have you ever described a woman by her fucking eyebrow? <laughs> <laughs> that's her that's her call that, sign. That, that lets me know that B. Simone ain't shit. Shit. She be on Wild It Out. Yeah. She liked the baby. Uh-huh. She made a million. She made a million bucks. Uh, her her resume is, a, is wonderful. But she said that she can't, I can't date a man, be with a man who has a nine to five. I need Everybody. somebody, I need somebody who's an entrepreneur so he'll understand that when I'm picking up my phone and answering emails at three o'clock at in the three morning. in the morning. Bitch, you lying. And I'm like, you know, entrepreneurs, they they have shit to do too because they have a whole company to run. Like, just throwing that out there. But like, I was like, damn. And then she clarified her statements. You know that, right? Yeah, I watched the cleanup. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it all. She had an LG live, and she was. But again. You could have just said that from the jump. It's so, not like Nick can't. Oh, go ahead. So what's really going on is that I'm going to call her a bitch because that's what the B and B Simone stands for. So the bitch Simone is really starving for attention. And that's all she wants. Yeah. Okay. We're giving her exactly what she wants. Nobody fucking likes this lady. Nobody listens to this woman. And as asinine as it seems. Okay. If a woman really feels that way. Cool. Do you. But at the same time, <laughs> these nine to five niggas is out here making shit happen. But that's the thing. I'm like, I hate to put you on front street. That's fine. But you work a nine to five. Sure. And motherfuckers love you. But I work overtime too. So it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they be, they be wanting you yeah, put yeah, over. Yeah. That nigga show dude got that overtime. <laughs> Man. Nah, it's, mm, uh, look at them boots. First of all. <laughs> look at that outfit, girl. Look at them. Look at that outfit, it's girl. Uniform. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't have to pick out shit. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm wearing tomorrow. Ooh, we about to come over here, hook up my cable. Mm, no, <laughs> no, I don't do that. But uh, but that's what I'm saying. You have a you have a a nine to five man. And do you not and, have a nine to five? As yeah, well? I got a nine it's to called five, a I, job, my nigga. Everybody <laughs> should have one of these. Like this uh, woman, B Simone, doesn't understand. 
what she was trying to say is she needs somebody to live the same type of lifestyle that she lives. Mm. And a, a person who has a nine to five probably can't understand the way that she lives. So when she's texting somebody at three o'clock in the morning, she's not cheating, though she is. She's not <laughs> cheating on you. She's sending emails oh, because she. she's got roles and shit. Do you really? She was cheating with fucking, what's that dude named? Country Wayne. She dated Country Wayne? Wouldn't that be Simone? No, that's just hilarious. Oh, one of them ugly ass bitches. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they, they IG celebrities. They all the same homies. I don't want to hear nobody else talk bad about Vine celebrities either. First of all. these motherfucking, this caliber of fucking IG celebrities, they ain't got shit on the Vine folks. I'm going to be the first one to say it's okay to call bitches bitches. Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay, I just want y'all to know. I've, I've been, been doing that. I've been doing it, too. But I, I remember last week, I was like, damn, I'm kind of going hard with these bitches, but shit. <laughs> but these bitches be deserving the, the term bitches. You're not a bad bitch. You're just doing bad, bitch. I was, I was going real hard. I was going hard on it, and then I just doubled down just now. I was like, fuck it, I'm going So in. let me ask you this. What's that? Do you feel like you have to be on the same level with somebody fuck that you Fuck this hoe. Her? No. Get her out the way. Okay. I'm, we talking about. Ooh, bitch, we like talking Chappelle about. Yeah. Did. Yeah. We Club. talking about. We talking about explore page, bitches. You feel. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm Do you feel like you got to be on the same level with somebody to date them? Yeah. Well, you didn't think I was going to say yeah? <laughs> I'm waiting on the rest. I, oh, that's no. It. <laughs> you, got, you should have a, a level of understanding of that lady's or that person's lifestyle. Yeah. You should be able to have a communication about it. Like, if they want to date you or be in something with you, then. They should understand that this is how their life is going to go. Mm-hmm. You can either take it or leave it. So if a celebrity wanted to date you, would you date them? Mm, probably not, but it depends on who the celebrity is. I mean, you know, she I mean, you know, she got the qualities that you like in a woman. Yeah, but it depends on who the celebrity is. Uh, oh. So if it was like, well, I know you wouldn't date B. Simone. No. But she ain't even a celebrity to me, to be honest. She got a meal in the bank. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you had like a million dollars. It's hard to make. I mean, I ain't got. I don't have a million dollars, but shit. Yeah, it's a lot of motherfuckers hoeing that ain't got a million dollars. I'm just saying. That's fucked up. Oh, hey. That you selling the last thing you got, my nigga. This is, <laughs> that this is a the, literal estate sale. <laughs> you, you are selling it all. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Goddamn. Damn. Is that how that goes? I don't know, but it is. <laughs> when you fucking with hoes, that's how it goes. So you just like, eh, she's a celebrity. Nah, I mean, if it's like uh, Lapita, Lapita, if Lapita wanted to date me or something, then I'm going to make some compromises. Like, you can't sit here and say this is what I want in a relationship without willing to make some kind of compromises on that person. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to get everything your way. And if you do, or if you feel like that's the way it should be, you're fucking foolish. So what if Lupita was like, keep your nine to five because I feel like I want my own dope. money no matter what. Right, but uh, that's what I'm saying too. Like, if I got a nine to five, if I got a fucking job. It's called a steady fucking income. It's called being a fucking man. Well, How about that? I just go to work because I'm a fucking man and I make money. My job, and I know it might sound archaic or cavemanish, but I'm supposed to be the provider. And now, even though you are the celebrity. Now, Cole, do you un- understand how this world has got their demasculating the black man? <laughs> demasculating. Do, do you not understand what the man oh, is he trying got to do to us? He got his kente cloth on, folks. Where's your kufi? Where's your kufi at I'm now? I'm it around my neck like a scarf, my nigga. <laughs> No nah, man, like put that, on your kente cloth, nigga. Put it on. I don't have one. Oh I, shit! I respect Africans. <laughs> um, honestly, I wish a woman would say, "I can't have a nine to five to be with her." Cool. 
that's enough information to let me know that I'm not the guy for you. So you can move on. Like, we're not going to sit here and try to pound a square peg into a round hole. Mm. Like, this shit is just not going to work. Right. So move the fuck on. I agree. Simple as that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. That just shows that you're not the person for me. Yeah. Like, fuck B. Simone. Like, anybody who has this fucking mindset that a man can't date you because of this, that, and the third, then, bitch, you're not even giving him a fucking fair shot. You should you should really want to be with somebody based on their characters, not for what they can provide. So that just means you're a fucking hoe. So get the fuck out of my yeah. face, and, broke bitch. And fix your edges, hoe. Damn. I Damn, you went Project Pat on that motherfucker Man, too. I just hate when these motherfuckers be sitting there talking like like bitch. You wasn't always rich. You know yeah, what I mean? She uses. Let me throw this out here too. Right. She keeps telling the story about she was homeless. She only had. 45. I don't give a fuck about her. Let me. Let I'm me sorry. talk. This is not she was, she's homeless. She only had $45. And she just said, I'm going to manifest this stuff. Which, let me just say this. The fuck is anybody who, anybody who, who uses that consistently and still has the same type of train of thought is hustling your ass. That's my hustle. I got to sell these books. I got to sell this fucking makeup line that I have. I have to sell comedy shows. So, yes, sir. She has a makeup line? Yeah. <laughs> what does it do? What does it do? My nigga, I need to see a YouTube video and a tutorial <laughs> of somebody applying B. Simone's makeup on that fucking face. I think she got like lip gloss or something. I don't nigga. know. Nigga. Everybody. Right. <laughs> but she has all of these things, which they're exposing. Uh, they're exposing her book. Apparently, the makeup line that she actually has, she actually took that from somebody else and just plastered her name on it and said it's hers. I manifested. And so she's kind of getting exposed for it, but. All I'm saying is this. We are really talking about you sitting them. Yeah. So make sure you well, it's really not about her. It's really about that mindset. So just like what I'm saying is make sure your ass is not getting hustled by some of the shit that people are saying. Because just because they're consistent saying, Well, I was broke at one point in time, I was homeless and I had like, yeah, okay, nigga, like we get that. That's that's here here today, gone tomorrow. You got a million dollars in the bank and you still talking bullshit. And you had to, your Christian values didn't allow you to get out there and I'm so conflicted with the 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 cops killing people because of my Christian values, and maybe I shouldn't go out and protest or any of those things. So, so I did something last week that I didn't think I was ever gonna get the chance to do again. Hey man, I went to the fucking movie theater. (laughs) What? It was one open? Exactly. So when we pulled up, yeah, I said we. When we pulled up, there is signs everywhere. Say, be prepared to have your temperature taken. Have your mask. So I go in. <laughs> I walk in. Did you, did you tip it? <laughs> no. I had my mask in my hand. So I walked in. <laughs> I walked in. I looked at the guy behind the counter. I was like, do we need these masks? He was like, nah. I was like, there is nobody at the door to take our temperature. Um, he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So we picked up our tickets, got some shit from the concession stand. He told us where our movie was, and we went to the movies. We were the only people in the movie theater. This shit was empty as fuck. I forgot the name of the movie. It was uh, Tracy Ellis Ross' new movie. Oh, the one where she is a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit's actually really good. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that. I wouldn't want to watch that shit. It's really good. Kind of makes me feel like that's a... They're talking about Wendy Houston, but... Oh, I can see that. I mean... Without the drugs and all. Yeah. yeah. You was going to make a drug joke? 
I see you. I see your eyes lit up. It's like, how can I connect this? Uh, it's all right. Crack is whack. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> crack, was, is, crack is cheap. Opioids <laughs> is prime. I was trying to. Uh, yeah. that, no, this is what Whitney said. So, But nah, we went and saw we the movie. Wasn't. Yeah, it was a really good movie. God, I don't want to see it. She was dope, man. Um, it just felt good being out again. Like, I'm so ready for the world to open the fuck back up. And and it, it questions more of do I really care about this the safety concerns? Because I had everything that I was prepared to do. I was really willing to follow the rule that is set in place, like put your mask on, social distancing, and all that. But they didn't care about it. The World Health Organization is going back on almost everything that they've come out so far. Like they just came out and said, hey, asymptomatic people who have the COVID seems like y'all can't really spread it as much as we thought y'all could. It's mm. actually pretty rare these days. Mm-hmm. Then they came out saying that COVID is jumping up a whole bunch. Like, I don't know what to believe. Have you, you heard? Any you of should this? believe the people who wear Kente cloth. Believe them. people. You know, <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> believe those people. Donald Trump has done a shit job throughout this whole situation. This mm-hmm. uprest, like, I said he gave the election away and it seemed like every week he does something worse and worse and worse. And then the Democrats just do not capitalize off of it. They said, let's take a knee with these fucking cloths. And it's like, what, what are you doing? Like, what was the goal of this? I am trying to show you that I understand. You as a black person should see I'm not, I'm not like the rest of the white so people. So you know what Joe Biden's, um, <laughs> rep, his reparation program is supposed to be like. He he's really having a conversation about reparations with black people. You know what he wants to do? He wants to have a study, another study about you know maybe we should get reparations. Motherfucker, if you really want to do something, just do it. Like y'all niggas took two trillion dollars and split that shit down for everybody in America. Y'all made that shit work. Figure it out for us, but they ain't they not. They not. They just pandering. Do not fucking pander to me. Huh? This shit is so fucking nasty. I hate this shit. How am I supposed to relate to you, Shogun? Bitch, get up. Fucking learn me. <laughs> learn who I am. Talk to me. <laughs> Kente Claw. Fucking nine to five was hating the, son of a bitch. Let me ask you a question. What up? Was that in the manifest manifesto that he yeah, gave I'm, Charlemagne? It's going to be my fucking manifest destiny. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> was that in his manifest? He got a whole manifesto with all nah, these nah, things. Nah, nah, nah. What was it? The an- nah, not the anarchist cookbook. What was the uh, some fuck? What's Minecraft like? Hitler's book. Anyway, I've never heard a- that word before in my life. Okay, serious business. All right. Well, Hitler wrote a book. Is actually kind of important. Wrote a book. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Damn. You should look it up. Hmm. Huh. It's it's kind of like one of those how to train a nigga like Willie Lynch is like you should really see where oh he made one of them books yeah it's Minecraft God I might be saying damn. it wrong because it's German but check out uh, Hitler's book is uh some that nigga shit. said you know yeah. another book that you should really look at What's is that? uh Ted Kaczynski's the uh okay we we going off the rail huh. okay <laughs> his book is some crazy shit because he talk about technology but uh, check check that out. Mm. Um, mm. that's the Unabomber, I believe. Um, movies. That's pretty cool. You didn't even have to follow the rules. 
No, we they just like, oh, just go in there. Just just do it. Did they have the seats? You know, so from what I read was <laughs> there are some movie theaters that are opening back up that are taking rows and mm-hmm. they're taking rows of seats out so the social nah. distance, they didn't do that nah, shit? No, they didn't do shit. Oh, they it just regular ass movie theater. Go in there and sit where the fuck you want, but we had assigned seats and we was the only one in there, so we sat where the fuck we wanted. Shit was great, though. Had a good, a good time. Um, <laughs> just go in there. Fuck it. So... That night, I was listening to some music on on in, when I was driving. Like, my car has a really nice sound system. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't get as loud as I want it to. That's why I put the sub in the back. Right. But, like, the clarity is very high. You can hear sounds and cymbals and things, like, from every direction. It's, if a song is really mixed well... It really shines in my car. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to the Compton album. And Compton is one of my favorite albums because of the way it's mixed. Because mm-hmm. there's sounds everywhere. Like the song Deep Water with Kendrick Lamar and, and Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Like somehow Dr. Dre was able to take a trumpet and submerge it underwater and have it sound like it's actually going deep down underwater. Mm-hmm. I, I just, that song is so amazing to me because I can't figure it out. That was the Anderson Pack show. Yes. <laughs> so as I was driving, I listened to one of the greatest albums of all time. And now I've listened to this album all week. Mm-hmm. I have a brand new respect and appreciation for Michael Jackson. Which I've one? listened to Thriller all fucking week. That's just some shit. Do you know how amazing Thriller is? Not not just the song. The fucking album. album. Yeah. The shit went... I don't know, diamond, like, it's yeah. past diamond. It's 66 like 66 million. Yeah, it's like uranium or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> now, I didn't shit know, with uranium. This was his sixth album, and this is what transcended him from a African American pop star to the king, king of pop. Like, that's why on that Chappelle skit, when they was like, he made Thriller. Yeah. Thriller is fucking amazing. Even though. I got to throw some hate on it. Even though Quincy Jones had a lot to do with that album being the way it is, too. People always want to give Michael Jackson the props. No. You need to tell, give Quincy Jones his flowers on that album. Yeah. Quincy Jones and Michael made that album together. But the stuff that Michael wanted to do outruled the shit that Quincy wanted to do. I understand. So Just, just make sure you give him his props, too, though. He was there. Not, I'm going to talk about music for a second. Nine songs. And oh, I guess this is what you're listening to. Yes. Oh. oh Nine okay. songs. Did, did you talk? You talked about your week, right? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay, I, I talked about my week. You talked about yours. Yeah. Really wanted to transition. I didn't know we was going into that. So. Well, the, I'm going to show you how I got here. So this nine song album, um, start. I, I, some people say it tells a whole story. I've never heard that part. This is my first time as an adult actually listening to it. Hmm. It's 1982 when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was born in 85. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just name the track list and then go into why I listen to this album. Mm-hmm. So track number one, Want to Be Starting Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know that. Yeah, like to- right? tapping Jesse. Oh, I, 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 know the, I know that. I'm like the, I, like the, I know that. I'm like the back of my hand. Baby Be Mine, track number two. Mm-hmm. Then track number three, <laughs> The Girl Is Mine, the God, nigga. The goddamn girl is mine. Track number four, Thriller. Thriller. Mm-hmm. Halloween. That's track, all the thing I think about. Track number five, Beat It. 
Have you ever listened to the lyrics of Beat It? Yeah, he telling that nigga you finna get your ass whooped. <laughs> yes. Get the fuck out of here. And he was like, nah. You got to beat it. <laughs> and nigga said, it, this nigga was like, look, bro, you ain't got to be tough, nigga. <laughs> Go. <laughs> These niggas will kill you. Yeah. And he was like, nah, we gonna fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that shit is. That shit is fucking amazing. love that song. It makes me feel like it's a Rocky montage. And he's like, nigga, you trying to be tough, but I know you not. <laughs> like Mike was like, you not that tough, nigga. You not in these streets. Get the fuck out. This nigga is gonna whoop your ass. They said, don't, don't you ever come around here. I don't want to see your face. You better disappear. The fire in their eyes. The way the words are really clear. So beat it. So beat it. Just nigga, beat leave. It. You better run. You better do what you can. God I don't want to see no blood. Don't be no macho man. Beat. You're not tough. <laughs> you don't want to be tough. You better do what you can. So beat it. <laughs> this nigga is telling you to run. I'm going to fire that under regulators. <laughs> yeah. <y'all, it> <laughs> I'm going to fire that under the regulators is, type song. It is definitely in their file of regulators. This nigga's like, you got to get the fuck. <laughs> I can see this nigga might like, you do not want to fuck with this nigga, bro. He's going to He fuck is going to fuck you up. Oh, Shit, man. he so, got a whole crew. Yeah. So after that goes Billy Jean. I'm gonna come back to that. one. I love that song. Then we go to Human Nature. It's toxic as fuck. We we gonna come back to that. Then we go to track number eight, Pyt, Pretty Young Thing. Human Nature is toxic. And it very is. And then Pretty Young Thing. The last one is the Lady in My Life. Yes. So that's a love. So I love that bitch. <laughs> I love that mother. The whole album is amazing. Like I didn't realize how hard this album was sampled yeah like every i thought you couldn't sample michael jackson but no he was no you know mike was cool with with hip-hop like Mm -hmm. he was he was down for motherfuckers and shit and that's something that i feel like hasn't really been covered because the moonwalk came from like breakdance the breakdancing crew and that was michael like big up in the breakdances at that time (sighs) he stole it he the, stole the guy, it, but he bigged him up. The too. guy, the guy who actually did the moonwalk was like, nah, that nigga took that shit. <laughs> he seen me do it, and that nigga took it. And of course, you're gonna say that because it's Michael Jackson. He's making money off of it. Yeah, he did it that Motown he was 25. Big enough, yeah, he was big enough, niggas too. He was like, yo, I, I see y'all. Yeah, that's where Shimon came from. Like that came from. I forgot the lady's name. All right, I went on a deep dive. Yeah, from Michael Jackson. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> okay. So the Shimon was him bigging up another artist who wasn't getting a much shine as everybody else mm-hmm. at that time and that was her her thing and he was like i listen to her music i love it and this is me bigging her up come on come on so my favorite song on this project is billy jean yes that bitch is lying i did not fuck her i didn't get her pregnant do you know the story behind billy jean <laughs> no i just know that niggas like Mm-mm, this bitch tried this for my take of just listening to the song, this groupie was basically saying, yo, I got your child, nigga. And he was like, nah, bitch, I ain't fucked you. You fucked all these other niggas, but you ain't fucked me. She was like, nah, nigga, he yours. Have you looked at the lyrics of Billie Jean? I know the song. I looked up the lyrics. Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl that claims that I am the one, but the kid is not my son. Oh, <laughs> shit. It starts out even before that. Like, the first line is, <laughs> she was more like a beauty queen when she's from a movie scene. Oh yeah, I know I can't sing, so I'm it's not all even right. gonna try. But uh, I don't mean to be mean. I don't. Oh, wait. don't what? 
don't mind, but what do you mean? Like, this is how the song starts. It's like, I am, yeah. whoa, 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 don't mind, but what do you mean? She's like, <laughs> you you said that I am the one who dances on the floor or who dance on the floor and around. Like, that statement is confusing by itself. It's like, <laughs> you dance on the floor and around. Like, what? <laughs> Michael was basically like, what are you talking about? And then that's when the song really starts. So he's like... <laughs> She told me her name was Billie Jean. As she said, she caused the scene. Heads turned around with the eyes that dreamed of being the one who would dance on the floor and around. So right there, he set the rule of the song saying, dancing on the floor and around is sex. So throughout the song, she's like, you was the one who danced on the floor and around. I never caught that as a kid. Mm. As an adult, I'm listening to it like, oh, shit. He talking about having sex. Yeah. Okay, my guy, he's a player. This nigga slinging dick. Then you start thinking about the rest of the album, how this shit kind of tells a whole story of him trying to get this chick, and he finally gets this chick, and then he's like, "I don't know you, bitch." Yeah, no, you. I fucked. Okay, you saying I'm the I'm the kid's son? No, that's not me. But now nah, she ambushed your ass. <laughs> she came out to you while you was with your girl at a club, right? Dancing on the floor in and a around. Round. But she came up with a picture. Boom. Look, Mike, this is your son. Girl seen it. His other girl seen it. And she started to cry. She fucked up everything. You know why she crying? Because his, his eyes, eyes look like mine. Nigga. <laughs> 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 like, oh, shit, you can't. Hey, literally, when you want more poems, what they say. Hey. Look at that nigga eyes. Hey. The eyes look just alike. And Michael did what? Billy <laughs> Jean. He I am not your lover. He moonwalked. That is not my son. I mean, he moonwalked. That was the song he moonwalked on. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> and then she was like, nah, Michael, you was here. You Mm-mm. was dancing on the nah. floor and around. Mm-mm, bitch. Nah. Mm-mm. Mike, like, look, lady, we didn't do this. Mm-mm. I don't know what you're talking about. So the story behind Billie Jean, Billie Jean is not actually a person because I was like, whatever happened to Billie Jean's kid? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a nigga grew up and was like, dad. <laughs> so TMZ mm-hmm. ran a story a couple of years ago about a kid who looks just like Michael Jackson. But yeah. I don't know. You know, it's TMZ. Yeah. It might have been. Who knows? But apparently, Billie Jean is an amalgamation. It's just a, a figure, a person. This came from a whole bunch of stories that Michael and his brothers used to run into when they were in the Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. Like, they was running through holes. They were just Oh, Jackie, Jermaine? They was, them niggas was fucking. They was fucking, fucking. So <laughs> when they was at Jackson 5, they was beating them up, throwing them out. So they had a whole bunch of other women who would come up from nowhere and say, hey, this child, this is your child. And they was like, hey, hey Mikey. Hey, so this shit happened to Michael. Michael was like, yo, I don't know you. But he had this one lady who was so persistent who kept saying the same thing over and over. She was writing them letters. He's like, Michael, this is your baby. How can you deny your own flesh? He's like, that is not my kid. So she said, look, Mike. Since I can't have you in this world, she sent him a package that had photos, a letter, and a gun. Mm. She was like, you kill yourself, I'm going to kill the kid and myself, and we'll be together in the afterlife. That's what spurred him to write this song, Billie mm. Jean, where he was like, Billie Jean, you're not my lover. Mm-mm. You're just a girl who claims one. that I am the one, yeah. but the kid is not my son, bitch. That song is so fucking cold, my nigga. Yes. When that fucking beat come in, nigga, that bass line. First of all, this is what really got me. In my car, them fucking drums, mm-hmm. they slapping. They slap hard. That boom, 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 boom
Then they get your ass because you already got the toe tapping going. Then the niggas come in. Who? Who? Nigga, what? Who? Who? Nigga, what? <laughs> I'm like, and Mike what? was cool on that shit too. She was more like, she was she more, more like, like a beauty queen on the movie scene. scene. I'm sitting there like, nigga. Then <laughs> the he, nigga said, he, what do you mean I am the one? Then, nah, he don't say it like that. <laughs> that nigga said, I am the one. <laughs> like, what? Did a dance on, on the, the floor, floor and around. around. <laughs> that nigga hit around. That nigga said, people always told me, be careful what you do. Don't go around breaking little girls' hearts. <laughs> <laughs> but mama always told me. What? <laughs> be careful who you love. love. <laughs> that nigga said, the lie become the truth. Because the lie become <laughs> the truth, goddamn. <laughs> Look, he said, <laughs> you better think twice. Then, then his, his background vocalist Don't came. think twice. <laughs> that nigga was like, think twice before you fuck this bitch. He's like, uh-uh, that's the devil. So, Don't think twice. I always twice. thought that's what it said. The lyrics from Genius said, do think twice. And I was like, that changes a little uh, bit of the meaning to me. I, thought I wanted said, to Don't be, think. Don't. yeah, because it was like, yo, Mike, you shouldn't do this. But then they like, Don't, Don't think, think twice. Yes. Fuck her. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and he did it. Nigga, this song is so cold, bro. Yeah. Then, then he left that in human nature. He left that bitch. He left her. He was like, "Bitch, fuck you." Yo, she that, was like, "Why?" Wait, 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 you? wait. Before human nature, because at the end of it, he was like, "All right, so you you coming up to confront me, and you looking at me with this photo, and my girl's looking at me. She crying. She all mad and stuff." Mike and his girl get up and leave. His girl takes him up to the room, and then that's when human nature comes right. on. Like she was what? like, "Why? Why?" Bitch, that's human nature. Man. <laughs> Why you doing me this way? It's human nature, bitch. Mike was... Go back and listen to Off the Wall when he was partying at Studio 54. I will. You listen to that bitch, shit, that, bitch, you could tell that nigga was partying his ass off at Studio 54. About to be starting something. But, and listen to Bad. Dirty yeah. Diana. Dirty Diana the same shit. Dirty Diana about this groupie bitch who so, won't leave him the fuck alone. So why do we feel like Michael Jackson was this misunderstood little child molester? Because the shit is snappy. <laughs> nigga, I'm he, in my car he rapping, he rapping this around some snappy ass fucking beats, nigga. That shit is like, oh shit. I was dancing and singing this shit in the car. I'm like, nigga, this shit is slapping. Y'all niggas gotta put some respect on my. But you have, to, like I said, <laughs> it taking a real motherfucker to listen to the fucking lyrics to be like, I I had been on that shit for a minute. I was like, this nigga will fuck this bitch and said, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> then he got him a new bitch with pretty. pretty I want to fuck you. Yeah. And he was like, you just a pretty young little yeah. bitch. I want to fuck, and you just ain't gonna let me. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to love you. You pretty young thing. <laughs> I want to love you. <sighs> God Man, damn. y'all need go back and listen to Thriller. This listen shit, to all Mike shit. I know, but listen to Thriller right now. Well, listen to all the solo shit because that fucking Jackson Five shit was was popcorn as fuck. But that fucking Man, he had off to the wall Michael Jackson off the wall. That's your favorite one. Mm-mm. My okay. favorite one is, is Thr- Thriller's gonna always yeah, be Thriller's just, always gonna be my favorite Michael Jackson album because that shit is so good. It is good. It is. It is. Timeless. That nigga said. That nigga said. Music don't have that same feel no more. Like this stuff is energetic. Like as soon as you hear them drums at, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm breathing in. But on. people don't. People don't. I, I keep saying this. I've said this before. People don't care about music no they more. They don't. They don't have that same care. And it might be, but that since it was analog, that they were forced to actually put in the work to make it happen. 
like not all the beats were perfectly timed and set up, but that's cool because he had a cello in the song, like in, in uh beat it. It's some mystical sounds that go in the back, not beat it. I'm sorry. And, uh, Billy Jean, it's some mystical sounds that you're hearing. It's like, after he says, people always tell me, be careful who you love. You hear like the cellos coming in. It's like, what is these sounds? Like, I've not heard a song with this much energy that as soon as you start playing it, you start moving and dancing. Mm. Like this, but the, like I said before, the nigga had some real fucking lyrics. It's like he, I don't know if it's just he the hit, lyrics he, though. I'm saying he hid the lyrics in the music. Yeah, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, like oh shit, this is some shit. And see, but, Prince do the same thing, but it's to a masterful level. Nigga, like Prince do it all way better, but Michael just knew how to tap into it. Man, Prince shit was so deep. If you ain't never heard the, the seven, if you ain't never heard seven, that shit, he talking about the damn, uh, the, uh, he was all seven and I watched them fall. It's a, it's religious based. A lot I was of it. That sounds like some ritual shit. No, nah, it's about, is it the seven apostles? Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a lot to it, man. But Prince had a lot of that same shit. But that nigga was like, Lil Red Corvette, Lil Red Corvette is about a hoe. <laughs> like that's what she was the little red Corvette fucking mm-hmm. her ass she was going way too fast and he couldn't keep up with her Boom. but that's the thing man like artists from that time and that era I kind of agree with you on that because it was analog because the motherfuckers didn't have to I can send you a verse through email I had to be there with you like that's that's the kind of shit that I miss about music too actually sitting, sitting there yeah, with that person and making the song together. I yeah. thought you was gonna clown me for listening to Michael Jackson, man. Nigga, I knew I you own, know your music, but I thought I you was own <laughs> I I I to this day I own the deluxe edition of Thriller. Like they did the wait, it's more songs? Yeah. Oh shit. It's a deluxe edition. It's a, a anniversary edition or some shit. No, I got the twenty fifth anniversary, but it's like Google Play shit. So. Yeah. Like I bought the C D. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, and then it, it, it <laughs> shit is so fucking good. Yeah. Though. I was just amazed. Like, I grew up listening to, like, mostly rap. But then when I went back, I went to, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire and fucking James Brown. I stayed into the funk for forever. I never really got into Michael Jackson. Like, I knew who he was. I, and I, James I, Brown was his influence. Yes. And that, as an adult, I can see that now. At the time, I was like, why this dude screaming and holding his nuts and shit? It's rebellious. I like rebellious culture music mm-hmm. like that. And that's what Michael was. But listening to that fucking Billy G, that shit is so fucking hard. Yeah, when you I'm crack the code you. on some shit, you be like, damn. Yeah. That nigga was really talking. He was talking about some shit. You just have to like. When you think they're going to try to cancel him for his lyrics. Who? Michael. That nigga been canceled. <laughs> All right. So that is just well, proof that honestly, culture don't work. So let me say this. Mm-hmm. For the people who keep saying that they're canceling people, like you have to really have to one stop reporting about them after that one time because if you're continuously can if you if this person is canceled, they no longer when someone is canceled, they no longer exist, which means you no longer talk about them. Mm. The same people who cancel these other people consistently still talk about them mm. in their mentions in their on on Twitter and IG. Because they're still clout chasing. They want the attention because they're still talking about this person. For somebody to cease to exist, you have to not talk about them. You have to stop supporting them. You have to take everything away from them mm. for them not to exist. 
I just want people to understand that's how canceling somebody or canceling something works. When I say I'm no longer going to do this, like if I'm like, you know what? I'm not finna watch uh Cancel Christmas, uh, bitch. I ain't finna watch HBO Max no more. I don't have it, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna cancel my subscription and that's it. Hmm. You know wait, what I'm saying? Wait the quick hits. You're gonna be back on HBO. I'll tell you about it. Damn, that's crazy. I, I got it. I I'll give you the password. It's the same password as the other one. Oh, I don't even remember. I don't be I'll, I'll text it to you. <laughs> <laughs> These do I got any? Yeah, what okay. You, what we, you been listening? Wait a minute. Oh, I I don't have any music. I All wrote right. I wrote down no music this week. Um, I, was, I, I need, do want to talk about something. I needed something other than the the news and all that shit. I had to get an escape. And yeah. Music is my escape. Yeah. So thriller. I just been listening to old school shit too. Yeah. Have you watched the Five Bloods yet? I started it. So let me just say this, Shit's guys. Boring as fuck. It's too long. All right. I get what they're trying, what they were what? trying to do. Wait, explain what it is. So, for, so, so far. it's a new Spike Lee movie called The Five Bloods. Spike Lee did this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a new Spike Lee movie called The, the Five Bloods, mm-hmm. where he's talking about um, these Vietnam veterans going back to Vietnam. the The trailer is misleading. First of all, I didn't even see a trailer. It's a, it was a trailer, and the trailer makes you think it's a hunt. For gold, which is part of it, it's really about one of the fallen brothers that they want to go back and get and give him a proper burial. proper burial as a soldier. It has a lot of different things in it. Like one of the guys is 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 a Trump. Racist. He's a Trump supporter. Um, I like and, that guy. And the thing is. But he's suffering from PTSD also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is a big part of the bullshit that happens in the movie. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Um, there's different, all the different guys that are there and one of the guys, well, the dude who's so a Trump. I got to that point where the sun comes up. Yeah. Um, that storyline between them two is when you find out what you find out at the towards the end of the movie between them and you be like, fuck, that's fucked up. The movie got some good points. Mm-hmm. It's too fucking long. It's yeah. too long. Like they draw out. It's beautifully shot though. That movie is beautiful. Um, I like how that when they. I like how they switch back and forth from present day to the past. Yeah, but it it felt very amateurish to me when I first started watching. Shit, it. Wait till you see them motherfuckers. If if you decide to watch it, well, no, I when watch you start it. seeing when you start seeing them go out into the jungles and in the Vietnam mm-hmm. and you see how that shit is shot. That shit is good as fuck. Um, I like the violence. It caught me off guard because it was so bloody and gory. Mm-hmm. And they mixed in real, like, sorry, I'm eating candy. They mixed in real news clips. Mm-hmm. And they didn't blur none of that shit out. Nope. Like, the monks setting themselves on fire in protest. I remember reading that and seeing that in photos and mm-hmm. books and stuff. I was like, whoa, these guys believed in something so much that they set themselves on fire. Right. But this movie, to open with that in there, and then they open with the dude shooting a guy in his head, yeah. and you see the blood and shit coming out of his head. I was like, "Whoa!" And that was real news footage. Yes, you gotta you gotta prepare people. I'm sorry, I got yeah. this pause. You gotta prepare people for stuff like that. Oh man, I think it in the story that it tries to tell. It's just it's so, too much shit that they draw out. Like it's a lot of shit that they could cut down and just get to the point of shit. It's a little predictable. Um, the movie the movies decent at best like hmm. it's decent it's what to me it was watchable but i got to a point where i was like 
come on. Like, can we get past some of this shit? But then it's certain points, like it's a part it's a part where the guy, uh the 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 Trump supporting soldier, um, has this like really fucked up ass PTSD moment. Mm. And this shit is I'm like, yo, like well, they kind of foreshadowed some of that because at the beginning when they go to the table and that little legless boy, yeah. <laughs> one leg boy comes up asking for something. He's like, get, get him out of here. You got to get him out of here. It gets real bad, though. It gets really, really bad. Like, I like it, it because it, it makes us really look at the American side of the war versus how they see things from the war. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty fair because the Viet Congs were sending them drinks. They were like, hey, man, we both survived this terrible war, mm-hmm. you know. I'm sure that's going to come back later on in the movie. It's like, oh, we set them up. You know? Mm. Okay. Well, Mm. I thought that was cool. I like that they're showing, like, black guys went and fought for this war and then came back and got nothing. Mm. It's time for us to get what we deserve. You know what I mean? There's a moment in there, and I I don't think this is spoilers, but there's a moment in there when they're back fighting in the war Mm. and when they found out about Martin Luther King dying. And I was like, yo, that's... But you got to think about it. How else like, does mu- fuck, man. How else does news spread other than the radio at that time? Yeah, but it was like, it was like what they, it was like how they felt. And then the one guy uh, that they, Stormy Norman, which is the guy that they go looking for for a proper burial, how he explains it to him. And then they, you know, it, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool, it's got cool moments. I'm going to finish it. It's got cool moments in there, man, but it's just it's just too it's too long. I think I might have had maybe forty minutes left in that movie. It's just it's too long. It's I, too long. I also like that they address like the American soldiers over there smashing like the Asian women mm-hmm. and how she well spoiler guys. I'm sorry, but one dude left a baby, oh Billy Jean over there. Yeah, left a Billy Jean. <laughs> left a Billy Jean. It was like yo. <laughs> And he's like, "Is that my is that my daughter?" And he's like, "Uh." She was like, "She was a she's bastard. the only black looking." She was <laughs> Asian like, "She person. was a bastard child." And yeah. the way they told her that she wasn't shit, that it's I like that part. It's yeah, it's, it's some too. good it's good scenes in there. Wait, wait before before we move on, that scene was important to me because you saw the pain and like the shock. He didn't know, like <laughs> that was a real reaction. He was like, "That's my daughter." Oh my god, I can't believe I left her. Then you see all this regret in his face, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" That nigga can act. He can act. I remember him from the wire. He was from the, he was on he was on the wire. Yeah. Two of them niggas was from the wire, yeah. so I was like, I was sold in. Yeah, see, that's kind of what got me because I I like a lot of those black actors, and I was like, "Oh, this is an older movie," but you can kind of see that they're doing it in a way that is really trying to big up the Vietnamese black officers who were over there, mm-hmm. military guys. And then also showing the gravity of what happened in that war. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool premise. I think the movie. It's too long. Yeah, they probably should have cut some, some of this down. stuff. They they didn't explain it very well. Like going into the movie, like it just starts out they in this club and shit. I'm like, well, what's going on? Again, like if anybody watched the trailer, like I did, I was thinking, oh, these 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 dudes from the Vietnam War is getting some gold, mm-hmm. but. It's more to the story than that, you know what I'm saying? And then when they talk about Storm and Norman and what he meant to the to the Bloods, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh, that's tight. Why didn't they just do that? Uh, see, now that you say it was a Vietnam, uh, it's a Spike Lee movie, it makes a lot more sense of why they went back with the historical accuracy of all mm-hmm. this stuff. Okay, 
the movie just got better after we just talked about it. <laughs> I just wish they would cut some time off that shit. Some of that shit just too Nigga, it's Corona. Where, where you going? You ain't got nowhere to go. Hey, movie theater. <laughs> I did. Go to the movies. I had a good time. Is there anything else I want to cover before we get into the rundown? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me just say this. I'm going to say this and then we get into the rundown because this ain't no rundown story, but I mostly ever want to say this. Hey, just cancel the fucking NBA season, man. <laughs> For real. Just cancel this shit because if these niggas can't get on the same page, like Kyrie Irving was like, nah, we shouldn't do this because of social injustice that's going on right now. I, I'm not finna play basketball for you guys and coon it up for you. And then you got another group that's like, I'm worried about my health. I don't want to get corona. We're going to be in this bubble for these uh, oh so many weeks. And yeah, you say you're going to test every other day. I, we still don't know everything about this virus. And then you got the players that want to play. Cancel the season. Just, there's no way that the three different fact, uh, factions are going to come together on this. And a lot of people keep saying that this is an opportunity because of social injustice. You're on a world stage. You're going to be able to show people protesting the way you want to. I don't agree Shit with that. I don't agree with that one bit. If none of these people can get on the same page, whether there's concerns about their health, concerns about social injustice, or they just want to ball, if they can't come together with this shit, because the agreement was set up, it was they were ready to go, and then Kyrie Irving was like, mm, I'm going to talk to my fellow players and let them understand that I'm not fucking for it. And a lot of, and let me just say this too. Kyrie Irving, his reputation in the league is kind of fucked up. So people kind of poo-pooing on what this nigga is saying because of what his reputation in the in the league is. But he's got a point. Hmm. The nigga point, he got a point. It's a lot of social injustice going on right now, man. And to be honest with you, like getting out there and playing ball really ain't help. You ain't going what is it what really what is it really going to help? Nothing. It's just gonna give you a distraction. And this right now, we don't need to be distracted. Cancel but, the season, man. Just cancel it. But a lot of these Damn, I hate to do this. A lot of our stars and, and actors and musicians are doing everything they can to get the attention on them. A lot of them are giving us enough distractions that we don't really need the NBA. And for that, I'm going to go into the rundown. Let's get started with rundown. rundown. My African-American over there. Oh, that was in there. You want me to do that? my African-American over here. <laughs> that is the greatest line ever. You want me to put that in as yes, the official part? please. All right. <laughs> you got to. He's going to be president in, for another four years. Oh, and he don't uh, wear kente cloth. He don't like. No, he no, don't, no. He, he don't play them games. He don't. It's just straight up. You with play you. the kente cloth games. You get kente cloth ass niggas. Oh my goodness. Okay, that was a good one. Speaking of <laughs> kente cloth ass, actually, let me tell you what the rundown is. Oh yeah, what is the rundown? The rundown show, is man? where Cole Jackson and Shogun right. take news clips and bite. We chew them up. We digest them mm-hmm. and tell you what the fuck is going on we, in the world. We this shit. Is- we shit it out like it is. Like it is shit. All right. <laughs> Um, I wanted to come in with some lighthearted shit. Let's do it. I got some lighthearted shit too. Niggas One is cooning. Under my groove. Hey, getting down just for the funk. Of- I when I think lighthearted, I, that's what I think of. I ain't nothing wrong with that. Not just me. I think of rainbows. When I think of lighthearted, I think of rainbows. Okay. And speaking of rainbows, you got Tekashi, a cape. Oh, I knew you was gonna bring this shit up. 
I mean, it happened last week. I know, but oh my god. Let's hear what Takashi's got to say. So who wants who? We pick and choose who we call. We pick and choose who we want to um call rats. There's so many rats in this rap game. I got a list. I'm gonna go down the list. This whole album, I'm gonna go down the whole, the whole He's list. Got an right? Actual piece of paper. Listen, you can't pick and choose who you call rats. Meek, you're a fucking rat. Now let's go. Back. Now, who's next on the list? Listen, future. You don't take care of your kids, right? You can't <laughs> compare me to you because I can't have no communication with my. That's snitching. I mean, like, <laughs> no, that ain't nigga. That's that's known no. information. That ain't snitching. That's known. You said that on here. I have. It's just like, <laughs> damn, bro. You said that. Like, that's that's a little low blow. You said it. I mean, I understand, but this shit's low blow. You said it. I don't like niggas like Future. Take care of your fucking kids. I agree. Take care of your kids. But I mean, but the uh, kid's my, not my son. It's not. My baby mom was having sexual relations with my co-defendants. I'm gonna stay away till I'm off house arrest, right? Something you don't know about. You rap about all his drugs. Never got arrested for drug offense. It's facts. L- hear what I just said. You rap about Molly, Perks, and all this shit. Never got locked up for no drug offense. Again, I'm gonna say it again. You rap about Percocets, Molly, all type of shit. You never got arrested for no drug offense. Sound like he's a good hustler, if you ask me. Who? Future. Future Brent said that shit though. Yeah, I know. That's but. known information. Like Future's like, I ain't never took that shit. I just rap about it. Hmm. Again, you rap about Percocets, Molly. Whole bunch of other shit. You never got arrested for no drug offense. Ever. Ever. You go and say, yo, um, if you hang out with a rat, makes you a rat, right? You just posted that. So what does that make you? Cause you hang around Meek, you hang around these niggas. What does that make you? Is there levels to this snitching? Oh, that's snitching level three. Oh, that's snitching level six. No, Takashi snitch on level ten. But to level snitching six could do. Huh? Help it make sense to me. Right? Help it make sense. We all know your homie. Listen. I'm half your age. You are old head to me. Listen. I'm half your age. If you mad because I could chart. Listen. I don't need Drake so I could have a platinum single. I don't need Drake. You and Meek Mill need Drake for every song y'all do so y'all could chart. Don't act like Meek didn't have to suck Drake's dick, balls, and dick all in his mouth just so he could have a career again. Because after Drake released Back to Back, you went under. You 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 became a you became Martin Luther King. <laughs> Let's talk facts. Let's talk facts. Everybody funny. apologizes to Drake. Everybody apologizes to Drake if they want to have a career again. You, sir, needed Drake. Nobody knows this because everybody is, um, nobody's really a label head like that. Nobody's a label head. The only reason your album did good is because Drake hop on Life is Good and keep it a stack. I know the numbers. I'm never going to shy away from the truth. Listen, if I fell off, I say I fell off. I'm the most hottest rapper. You can't go on live right now and get 800K. You can't. Nigga, you fucking with the big leagues now, homie. <laughs> Everybody want to talk rap, 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 rap. Why can't you outdo the rap? Everybody want to say rap, rap, rap? Outdo the rap. 
Because I did this without features. What I'm doing with Nikki right now, and that's because I love her and I got mad respect for her. I did it on my own. You know this? Before I became a rat, I did it on my own. Think about that. Think about it. So if you chilling with a rat, right? Makes you a rat. You, sir, future, meek, you're a fucking. I just hide in. I, I know. I've, I've seen that video. All right. Next topic. No, we ain't got to talk about it. I actually do want to say All something. All right. Go ahead. Y'all fucking with the right one. Because this nigga is so internet. He's a what? He Gen Z? I don't know. He, he pulling cards. Now, I just want to say this. <laughs> Fucking with Future, get it. But he don't know Meek, Meek, Meek Mills with Dirty Braids. I, I know Meek Mills from the Dirty Braids Meek era. Mills ain't going to do nothing. I don't know. This man is Who not going to get touched. Nobody's going to nobody's gonna touch him. Nobody's going to do anything to him. They would have done it if they were going to do anything. I believe that. It's, I agree with you. It's funny though, cause he. So he, he what pulling. he's saying is is legit. He's talking stuff. Meek Mills did he did he snitch? Who he snitched on? No. Nah, so going into it deeper, the CEO of Rock Nation, uh, I cannot remember her name to save my life, but she was a snitch. Uh-huh. Um, she actually wore a wire and got some drug some drug niggas fucked up. And so, because uh, he has, he had another video where he was talking about that. Like, he literally pointed out, like, oh, here's the news article where it says, like, she did this. And, right. and I'm like, oh, shit. And he was like, so you're hanging with a snitch right now. So you need to, like, chill the fuck out with who you picking and choosing and you calling a snitch. Right. And, um, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, dude's hella savvy. He He had a plan. When he got out, he I think did. he, I think he knew motherfuckers was gonna come at his head, and he was like, "Nah, I got plans for you if you coming at coming at my head." Right. And he most definitely is doing what he got to damn do, man. So, I, I, I can't be mad at this nigga pulling niggas' cars. I mean, I, I agree. It's, it's sad that it's Takashi, but we need a little bit of truth interjecting in this shit. Yeah, but that information, man. Is is um people know about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. People know about that shit. Is it my turn? Yep. You just sent me something? Yes, I did. Okay. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this story real quick, man. And it hurts my heart. Chuck E. Cheese files for bankruptcy. They may have to close all its locations, brother. No, not Chuck E. That's it. After months of keeping their doors closed due to COVID-19, the popular food and games establishment is almost $1 billion in debt, asking leaders for a $200 million loan. Nigga, reports, this is reports from Wall Street Journal. When coronavirus hit the country hard back in March, the brand closed its 610 locations in 47 states and laid off 17,000 employees. Now, in an attempt to make money during this crisis, they rebranded themselves on a food delivery app as Pasquale's Pizza. Yep. Uh, it was an ode to one of Chuck E. Cheese's band members. I think it was the rat. No, the rat's Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, shit. He telling, too. <laughs> you see the rainbow colored <laughs> nah, shirt? No, Pasquale's was the, the, must- oh, the mustache guy. It was like an Italian looking. Anyway, <laughs> forget what I said. It's me, Mario. COVID 19. 
in, in April, store executives said that they have they were considering refinancing, bankruptcy, and restructuring after the entire restaurant industry experienced an astronomical loss. According to People Magazine, other restaurant chains such as Ruby Tuesdays, Denny's, IHOP, and TGI Fridays have also had permanent have permanently closed many of their locations. It's sad to hear about this, but it was one man who spoke out, and he's the saddest. Could you play this clip? For I me, will, please? but I'm questioning something. They're one billion. Billion. Chuck E. Cheese make that fucking much Nigga, money. Have you seen the lines? No. It's lines outside that to shit. To go into it a used Chuck E. Cheese? Hell yes. Nigga, no. It be lines like the club out at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm bad. Kids love Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, I did too. I used to cry when it was time to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to go. Right. My parents would always say, stop all that crying. It's time to go. But now as an adult, nigga, that place is expensive. But, it, I mean, it, Fuck keeps, out of keep, here. it keeps the kids busy. It did, but shit. All right, let's see. There's, there's a man out here who, who wants to speak his piece, and I thought that it was it was, it was it needed to be said. Play that footage. I just found out that Chuck E. Cheese going bankrupt. 2020 fucked up, man. I ain't never think Chuck E. would be gone. <laughs> I ain't never think Chuck E. Cheese would be gone. 2020 fucked up. Chuck E. Cheese, man. The best pizza in the world. Hey, that pizza do be good, though. Fuck I gotta up. tell my little girl Chuck E. gone. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bootsy was hit hard by this. This nigga was high as fuck. Bootsy was hit real hard by this. Chuck we e. all should feel the same way little Bootsy feel. How do you feel, Shogun, about Chuck E. Cheese going down in flames? I'm going to pause the show for a second because I want to add this to the soundboard. <laughs> I need Chuck E. Cheese, man. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, man. Hold on. 2020 fucked up. 2020 oh, is fucked up. I need up. that too. Hold on. And we're back. 2020 fucked up, man. How do you feel about this? I feel like Boosie. Chuck E. Cheese, man. The best pizza in the world. The best pizza, pizza in, in the, the world. world. That pizza was good, even it, through even through the little conspiracy thing. Yeah, it it still was it good was pizza, good. even if it's rehashed. Right. I feel bad for Chuck E. Cheese. I bro. feel bad for Boosie. That nigga really was going through some things. That shit, Chuck E. Cheese is amazing. That man was like, I gotta tell my little girl Chuck E. Cheese gone. Man, Chuck E. Cheese. I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese. I used to love that shit too. That shit was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Man. Um. But yeah, you're right. When you get to become an adult, you see yeah, how expensive it's, it's that shit, shit is. And them tokens, nigga, I wanted shit. You couldn't win nothing. Hell no. That's the that's how they get you, nigga. Kente cloth. <laughs> that's the kente cloth. That is, them tokens. That is definitely the kente cloth. <laughs> that's the kente cloth. I just didn't realize it, man. It's fucked up. <laughs> I didn't realize Nessa Pelosi either. <laughs> I didn't realize. Hey, it you either. know she couldn't get back up on her own. She was down there for like nine minutes. I mean, when you get up. in that position as a yeah, woman, like, sometimes you're telling her used to like, look, man. You gonna have to lay down or something. <laughs> I can't be down here that long. Shit, that ain't the first COVID time. COVID nineteen. I feel like her and Ben Carson are fucked. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, she fucked. He's a brain surgeon. That's Maybe. what Candace Owens said. Yes. <laughs> look. That's what you stake in your reputation. Kenzo said he's a brain surgeon. You don't even respect him. I mean, he is a brain surgeon, and we don't respect him. So, I mean, what are you saying? He fucked Nancy Pelosi. Um, um, I mean, who would win? Candace Owens and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, Candace Owens. 
Yeah, she does have she a She ain't gorilla. got no edges. She so got you know? a, she's got that big gorilla nose, so why not? Wow. Oh, sorry. That was wow. my racism coming out. Mm, that's a little, yeah. Uh, speaking of racism coming out, and I didn't, I probably should have changed this before. Uh, <laughs> Woo, I'm going to edit this one on the fly. Um, I edited it again. No, 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 no. No, well, you can edit the episode. I'm just saying I, the story that I was going to say. Oh. Um, they canceled cops. And Live PD. And Live PD. And the Paul kid. Paul Patrol. Paul, Paul Patrol. I don't know what that had to do with any of, of this, but they was like, police is out of here. Out of a lot of them. So, um, one of the cool things about being an American is that if you know the law, you usually can talk your way out of some things. Mm. Usually. Mm. No? No matter who you're talking to. Well. Some people just like, mm, nah, I'm sorry, buddy. This is what it is. Well, how about this one? And he's talking to a police. Don't! Okay, I try to remind you. I don't. And I know it's an individual. Not every cop is fucked up. But when I hear something fucked up happen to a cop, I be like, eh, he probably had it fucking coming. Because okay. the motherfuckers like you. Good cops get fucked up raps because of people like you. You came to the car with your gun out. For what? Do you have no conscience of... You don't see what the fuck going on on TV? You, but you don't give a fuck, right? Because I just would have been another dead black motherfucker, right? And you just would have went about your business, right? 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 That, let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100. I have no issue if you could just... Just be honest, right? You just would have been like, oh, a mistake happened. Right? You'd have been there to just wake up the next day and not lose a drop of motherfucking sleep. But I'd have had three fucking kids. Three kids with no dad. Dad a criminal? Nope. Dad a thug? Nope. Dad shot dead by a cop. Made a mistake. Because you want to come with your gun drawn. You got kids in the wife? Don't you want to make it to your fucking kids and wife? You picked a dangerous fucking job. And I respect that. I respect your job. But my G... Drawing a fucking gun? That's why I lose the respect. The respect is out of the fucking window. You drew a fucking gun on me for a fucking turn signal. There's nothing illegal in this car, about the car, about me, but I got a gun drawn on me. It's fucked up, man. I need to think about that. Yeah, I understand it's dangerous and all that. But that comes with your job. It comes with your job. And I'm quite sure that's proper training to where uh, you don't have to draw your gun and you can still be safe. Pathetic, man. Fucking pathetic. All 
I hadn't made it this far in the video. motherfuckers who be wanting to have respect for y'all, man, and be and, and kind of can understand the shit that y'all got to go through being cops. But, yo, y'all be going too far. Y'all fuck it up. Well, damn, that's what I wanted to hear. And then it ends. Oh, wait, no. Well, I guess that's it. Anyway, I hadn't watched the whole thing to the end. That's why I was just trying to see what else he had to say. But black man talking to a police officer that way, like, that's the way we should be able to talk to him. Like, dude, chill out. And nobody got killed. Nobody got hurt. Hmm. I see white people doing that shit all the time. It looks amazing. I think this is part of the climate right now, man. Most definitely. Why you have to come to the door with this damn gun now, though? Yeah, I really wish I had a little bit more context around that conversation. You're but, right. But, uh, I mean, yeah, we should be able to. We're the people who pay their salaries, and we are the people who um, do that part of, I mean, we, we're the people. Listen to us. We Don't kill us, man. I feel you. Let's go into a, an, a let's go into saying one thing and doing an about face about the other. Starbucks faces backlash for for barring employees from wearing their uh, wearing gear to support Black Lives Matter. Now, this is a Bud, BuzzFeed article. Uh, internal memo was received by Starbucks employees last week that explained that they that wearing any attire that referenced the Black Lives Matter movement was a violation of company policy. Now, the dress code policy prohibits the, any religious, political, or personal accessories. Uh, employees who spoke with BuzzFeed all pointed out that the coffee giant allows buttons and attire celebrating LGBTQ mm-hmm. and marriage equality. Adding to that, the company even encourages and hands them out uh, a shirt every year for Pride Month. Now, amidst nationwide protests following the death of George Floyd, management argued wearing clothing uh, and accessories highlighting Black Lives Matter could be misunderstood and even went as far as suggest that it could potentially uh, incite violence. Calvin Benson, a barista at a Atlanta location, uh, called the memo disappointing in ways I can't even express in words. That statement prior- uh, prioritizes those who feel discomfort over black lives. Uh, many of the Starbucks employees echoed the same statement, calling for the company to uh, call, telling the company, "I'm not coming to work because you guys aren't even going to let me wear these things." So that happened, and then this happened. <laughs> Starbucks would allow employees to wear Black Lives Matter apparel. Uh, in announcing the reversal, the coffee chain said that it would make uh, 250,000 Black Lives Matter shirts for baristas who wanted to wear them. They understand that it is a hard time and we should we should follow we should listen to the cry of the public and we should let let these things happen. Uh I brought this story to the show because I wanted to say don't fall for the bullshit. Yep. They made an about face not because it was the right thing to do. Pressure. But because no. Well, yeah, pressure, but it's hard out here. Now before this whole situation happened. I don't know if you guys read the news, but Starbucks was closing 450 stores. Starbucks. And they actually was not going to be open to the public. They was going to continue to do curbside. Mm-hmm. 
and seeing that it was such an outcry right now and there's so many uh protesters and stuff like now they did an about face because they need the money not because it's the right thing to do it's a lot of companies out here who are most definitely putting out these messages of hey guys we're with you black lives do matter but as you can clearly and because i don't know how true this is and i i've just seen this like a couple in a couple places and i didn't really read up on it like i should have but it's a recession now this has been 2020 is saying that we are in a recession currently right a company is going to do what they have to do to get your money because we hurting out here right now how do you feel about starbucks saying no flipping it over making shirts saying that they can that their their employees can wear these shirts but these shirts can also i think that you can buy these shirts as well you can buy the shirts. Oh, okay. If I, I'm not mistaken, it's fine. it's fine. That's a little iffy to me. It's a little different, disingenuous. Uh, hopefully, some of the proceeds from them selling these shirts is going to the Black Lives Matter like funds or whatever, like the programs themselves. But I've never been a fan of Starbucks. Fuck Starbucks, mm. first and foremost. So if they was to close, my life wouldn't stop. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the coffee is not all that great. It's a little expensive. And I don't like that culture of that. It's something different. Like when you walk into these Starbucks, it's that trendy hippie type bullshit. Mm -hmm. I just don't jive well with those people. Like, I feel like everybody's being fake. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, you betcha. Like, Mm -hmm. I just that energy just is weird to me. Fuck Starbucks. Here's real quick. Let me put. Let me read the statement that they that they said. We are committed to taking action, learning and support and supporting our black partners, customers and communities. Uh, the what was Starbuck- that shit when they called the police on them black guys going to the bathroom? Remember that shit Fuck over that here. damn. Oh wait, that was a different one. Uh, the Starbucks Foundation is committing one million dollars to organizations promoting racial equality and more inclusive uh, and just communities. Organizations will be nominated by Starbucks partners or employees. Uh, we will continue to work to comfort confront bias and racism. We have partnered with Arizona State University to design anti-bias resources and training. Uh, you can access these courses at no cost at this Starbucks uh, link that they dropped. Uh, we are actively hosting open and necessary conversation with our partners slash, well, employees. They call them employees partners about racism. The black, com- uh, the black community faces. Our work does not end here. All I'm saying is be careful of what you're seeing and what these companies are doing. I know you enjoy, some people enjoy these wonderful Starbucks coffees and such and, and things, but don't let an about face fool you into going in there and giving giving your money to these companies who are clearly putting on the kente cloth to pander to you. Feels like it, man. You came up with the best saying ever. Fool me to fuck. Fool me to fuck me. They are fooling you. Fuck this shit, man. I've never been a fan of Starbucks, and I don't like this shit now. I'm, I'm never, I don't even drink coffee. Right, neither do I. But I'm just, I'm just a little sick of this shit, man. All right. The kid's not my son. So let's talk a little, let's deviate just a little bit from the normal things that we normally do. Last week, um, Sony announced the PlayStation 5. Mm. They showed it. They showed the system. They announced a whole bunch of games, mm-hmm. and people got excited. Cole Jackson, did you watch the preview thing? Uh, I was at work when it came on, yeah. so I just 
You caught the went through, I went through highlights with IGN, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to see if I can get me a sugar mama that's going to buy this PS5. For, ain't no price point, though, but I'm willing to OnlyFans see, myself just to get one. See, this is why I don't like niggas like you. I'm OnlyFans in myself. My nigga, you got a nine to five. You just made a whole argument about Jess B. Simone. I almost called it just hilarious. You made a they're whole the, argument. They're the same bitch. Apparently they are. <laughs> they made a whole bitch. argument about B. Simone not liking nine to five ass niggas. Right. And your ass is like, I got an OnlyFans and my nine to five ass need a, a sugar mama mm-hmm. to buy me a PlayStation 5. I don't need her, but it is appreciated. See, this is a comment that I got from people talking about PlayStation 5. Niggas want to get brand new PlayStation 5, but not even man enough to be in their own son's life. P.S. He's five. You see what she did there? I see that. P.S. Five. five. Mm-hmm. I get it. That was funny. I ain't got no kids. <laughs> I, my, I ain't got no kids. That's what Michael or Jackson no, said. Or no type. <laughs> so if you get this P.S. Five for me, bitch, guess what? I'm with these shits. Buy it for me. What you think about the system? Uh, I think the reveal is kind of kind of cool. I thought that two different systems make sense. They got a disc list and disc. Uh, niggas was going crazy out here. They seen that shit. They was like, man, I need, I gotta get one. And women was like, uh, we gotta put up with this shit again. Here we go. And then it was some niggas that was like, yo, if you wanna, you know, you wanna get with me, you can just buy me one. I don't need nobody to buy shit for me. I'm I'm good. I can get it myself. I guess it's just me. I speak for. Beat it. Yeah. See you. You the macho man. You the, you the real fucker that want to fight. But see, these motherfuckers always try to... Nah, people always be like, you remember that time I got you this? Or when you break up with them, they're like, I'm taking all the shit that I got you too. Like, bitch, this is my shit. Fuck you. you if you if you can't get in, I'm going to change these locks. You ain't taking shit. Nah. You you will change the lock on? Oh, hell, in a fucking heartbeat. Damn, that's cold. No, that ain't. That's smart. <laughs> that's smart, that nigga. Strong. You want to keep your PS5? Change the locks. Yeah, she break my shit. I sue her ass. Okay. Okay, nigga, I feel that. Take it to court, nigga. Do do do. I ain't got time for that. This nigga in court, nigga. I ain't got time for that. I like that shit. Put that suit on. I tell him all the time, don't fuck with my car. My car ain't did shit to you. You know what I'm saying? You can hate me. You can do whatever you want to me. Don't touch my shit. You sound like Nelly. Do not touch my (laughs) shit. How you feel? You asking me how you feel about this shit? System is ugly. I don't like it. It's fat. you don't fuck the ugly bitch before. Yeah, but <laughs> nah. This this shit is just ugly. Like I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it stand out amongst the crowd, but also make it form and function. Mm-hmm. It looked like the vents are on this on the middle part where it goes blue to black, mm-hmm. and it's got these fins on the side. Mm-hmm. I hate the fins. If they could just take the fins off, I'll be great. Like I cannot <laughs> wait for. <laughs> The redesign of both of these consoles. Because yeah, the Xbox One X is just fat and chunky, and it's just like... Man, what? The best had the best pussy. It's a video game, bro. Remember, the big girls be the best they have the best ass. Well, the PlayStation is bigger than the Xbox. It's longer. But anyway. And the PlayStation is just... It's got these ugly-ass fins on the side, and that's really what messes with me. But it looks like those are for the vent, for the air to flow in and out. It's a cool system. Um, I like that they actually show gameplay, which is kind of cool. But a lot of that shit was kind of iffy, too, because I remember Killzone from E3 years ago. Sony always be doing some tricks and sleight of hand. Like, the only one that I really think was legit was the Ratchet and Clank one. That was the one where you can really see pure gameplay. You saw ray tracing. You saw 
where the SSD really comes in the, in the, the use. I know I'm saying a lot of stuff that people might not understand. Nah, I was just going to go back to a couple episodes ago. You was like, I don't give a fuck about no PS5. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it. This is news that happened. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, you was like, it's ugly. And I, just, I was like, wait a minute, nigga. You don't even like that shit. Okay. I see what you're saying. I can still have an opinion about it if yeah, I don't like the system. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm like, what I'm saying is you're biased to Microsoft anyway. Nah, I just said Microsoft system is ugly too. I just said I, I cannot wait for both of these systems to have a redesign. Okay. I don't like the design of either system. Okay. The PlayStation is ugly because of those fins. I got you. It, it just doesn't look right. The discless version is probably going to be the better one because it should be cheaper and it's a little bit smaller. Mm. But I can't wait today to change the design. Uh, I'm only fans. Do I sound like a fanboy? For it. Be honest. Do you sound Between like a fanboy? the Microsoft and the Sony systems. Oh, I just remember you like, I don't give a fuck about them niggas. And I was like, oh, I say that a lot. West though. Coast niggas don't give a fuck, goddamn. I, feel I say you. that a lot about a lot of shit. I don't give a fuck about it. Okay. <laughs> no, man. But if you want to hear more I, about this kind of conversation, I will be on Nerdplate this week. Check them out over there at the Nerdplate. They on the West Coast? Yeah, they over there. You point over there, yeah, too. That way. Well, I, look, if you want to get me a, a PS5, get in my DMs and I will see you uh, feet pictures or. I'm gonna start my OnlyFans. I think I'm just gonna start an OnlyFans and go you ahead and, and just get this money up. They ain't even put a price point. How you gonna show the shit? And not give me a price point on this shit. They do that shit all the time. God damn it! <laughs> You're fucking with me, man. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Why did they have to show 2K? Like, why? Not? You just seen the nigga sweat. That's it. And dunk. What's wrong with that? That's not showing me gameplay. That's not showing me the shit that I like that about They didn't 2K. even show you the game. I mean, it's not. They said this is a demo running off of PS5 hardware or something like Just that. don't show it. Stop putting That's on the, the targeted render. The, that doesn't the, mean it's going to look anything the, like that. The, no, I'm just saying don't show it at all. Put the, don't put the Kente cloth on for me. I'm just a regular old dude. Fat shaming. Do we, do we still care about this? Fat shaming these days. Lizzo came out with the... Um, video and a powerful message about fat shaming she came out with a video showing her update she said she's been working out for a while it's just she finally decided to post a picture a video on tiktok do we care that lizzo is trying to get fit yeah i'm trying to get on love and hip-hop so yes all right that's 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 my way in boom, 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 boom. i think that's i love you lizzo i'll always love you just give me a loving hip-hop baby so about oh, buy me that ps5 why they sound like a, a lie? What? That I always loved her? Yeah. I do. Hmm. I'm trying to get this PS5 and get on Love and Hip Hop. Or I can get on Love and Hip Hop to get the PS5. One way or another, I'm getting this shit. That's all I got. Fuck it. That's all I got, too. All right. Let's get into it. I got but a few quick hits. Same here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats, dogs, and others, it is time for quick hits. Bitch! Louisville, Kentucky unanimously passes Brianna's law, which bans the use of no-knock warrants. Thank you. Wow, my first one was Louisville signs into law, <laughs> Brianna's law for no-knock warrants. Yay! Uh, the Grammys are to remove the word urban from two categories. That's their first step to getting rid of niggers. Kente cloth for everyone. That's it. 
They're going to have statues wrapped in kente cloth. Kente cloth activated. All inclusive. I'm trying to relate to you. Birmingham's funny man <laughs> was arrested for citing riots. And he bailed out of jail. Also, funny thing about bail money, you only have to pay 10% of the bail. You know that? I did not know that. Huh. I've never been in jail. Plenty, I got plenty of cousins, bro. <sighs> in sad news, Young Buck files for bankruptcy. He claims claims he should still be receiving royalties, but he isn't. Why isn't he? I have no idea. Like, that's what that's, royalties are. Right. <laughs> like, he ain't getting shit. Damn. I've seen a lot of people clowning him for having less than like a hundred dollars. I was like, this is not funny. Why are people posting shit like that? A lot of music, a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all favorite musicians go through I mean, the same favorite, shit. Favorite though? People like Young Buck. G unit. No. Oh. No, G unit. Fans of regular show rejoice. Because it's, it's coming back. No, it's not coming back. It's never coming back. They canceled the damn show. But close enough is coming to HBO Max. HBO Max, my nigga. Do you know what regular? I mean, close enough is. No, it's close I won't. enough to regular show. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, nigga, shut up, news. Jesse Smollett makes a reference to George Floyd protest. In new legal docs, he wants more clarity on his criminal case. Did they say nigga shut up? <laughs> I like that. Close enough. I need that as a <laughs> That is a new segment. You nigga, gotta do this. Oh, nigga what? shut up news. And nigga shut up news. <laughs> nigga shut up news. <laughs> and adding to the nigga shut up news, an alternate reading of the Mayan calendar says that the end of the world is happening next week. Nigga shut up. <laughs> I'm tired of this Mayan calendar bullshit. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> Nigga, shut up. <laughs> and my final quick hit, Tiana Taylor confirms that she and Amon Shepard are expecting another baby. Hey. I want to see what that snapback, that first snapback was real good. Let's see what the second snapback going to look like. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Yes. Yes, we will. That's all I got. That's it. That was it for quick hits, bitch. All right, folks. We have made it to an end of another. Please, please, please watch yourself and be careful out here in these streets. You not only got COVID, not only got fucking insensitive ass people out Mm -hmm. here, not only do you have policemen who have been trained to shoot at any cost, Mm -hmm. you got a fucking disease president who don't know what the fuck is going on and insane Kunte cloth wearing kneeling ass Democrat Kente, bitches. Kente, Kunte, whatever. It's the same Kente, shit if you ask me. You just got a lot of motherfuckers trying to get you Fool. on their team. Fool the fuck. They fooling y'all to fuck y'all. I, I don't trust none of y'all. Look, man. All I'm saying is this. I, I need you guys to not fall for the bullshit. I need you guys to take care of yourself out there. If you're protesting, if you're right. not protesting. Right. Whatever you're doing, and I'm not trying to, no, I am making it a race thing. If you're black, watch yourself. Keep your phones charged and your cameras Watch on. yourself. Stay strong in what you believe in. Continue to push forward with because this shit ain't going to move unless we make it move. But just be careful about it because they will kill you at the drop of a fucking hat. I mean, just think about it. We lost so many people this year. And- Chuck E. Cheese, man. The best pizza in the world.
make sure y'all understand that we love you and we want you to take care of yourself. 2020 fucked up, man. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said, <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio. Chuck E. Cheese, man. The best pizza in the world.